0: Friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and my patron peeps. Hello, my patron peeps. What do you say we get on with the show? Uh, Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever is keeping you awake. Could be thoughts, you know, things you're thinking about on your mind from the past or the present or the future. Could be physical sensations, uh, anything your body's telling you in a subtle or not-so-subtle way. Could be feelings uh, from the past, present, or future, too, or a not-so-subtle sleeper next to you. You know, whether it's a human or a furried friend or a friend with fur... Uh, that you know, the, they're not always the best bedmates, uh, uh like, and all of them seem to snore. You see, I mean, with I see, I can hear Koa, I can hear you snoring in the like uh, the other room, and it just makes my heart warm because I love you so much and having that distance. But not everybody's so lucky than to have a dog that loves sleeping in their daughter's bed. Uh, but whatever's keeping you awake i'd like to take your mind off of stuff and keep you company while you drift off uh, that's my job that's what this podcast is so what i propose to do here i'm going to try to create a safe place like i said where you could set all that aside and you could set it aside while you before you enter once you enter or after you enter We've got, you know, I've talked about all the cubbies we have, but we also have racks. We have overhead racks and underhead racks and, uh, like, plenty of other racks. Holy cow. Vertical, horizontal, longitudinal. Do you you, you know we're the first safe place with longitudinal racks uh, and latitudinal ones? And I don't even know what that means. I just talked to the great rack, you know, the great rack makers of the world. I said rack makers, rack makers. Make us multiple types of racks, uh, that especially racks that have not been invented yet. You may see that in one of the other Marvel movies that do, doesn't ever get released. I see, like, because uh, I had to go, like, uh, I had to do, go into the fan fiction machine and into the world of the Guardians of the Galaxy. And it turns out uh, that only Thor can call, uh, I forgot the name, I wanted to call it Ratchet, but the, the, the one person whose name I can't even remember, it doesn't like to be called Rabbit or whatever Thor was calling it. Uh, also, when you forget its name and it's a sentient being from another world, I mean, they said, well, you just call me Starboard if you want, uh, and they said, well, this is a spaceship, so we couldn't use that because it would be terribly confusing. And I said, I don't know why. Like, I don't even know what starboard means anyway. But I said, you know, when you went to find that Thor's thing in the middle of that one movie, is there a, a, like a, like some sort of planet like that or a universe like that where they make racks, where I could say rack makers, rack makers, make me rack? And then they said something about racket. Then some part of my brain said, "Oh, you're in the middle of starting a you're in the middle of starting an intro to a sleep podcast." I said, "Oh boy, I was hoping I would na- re- think of the name of that." I said, "How do I forget the name of that every single time?" I'm so sorry. Uh, it, something said Rocky, but it's not Rocky. I said, "That's from a Beatles song, so that's not correct either." Are you sure it's not Ratchet? It's something, I thought it was something like that. Uh, So you got, I don't even, let's not get into it because I'll forget all their names. I said Ratchet and Clank. I'm familiar with that. So anyway, sorry about that. What I'm going to try to do is create a safe place. What I was trying to say is we got these new longitudinal and latitude changing. You know, they said, uh, they said actually he's a fan of, uh, my brother, my brother, and me. So you can't say changes in latitude, changes in uh, your tude, uh, because they said that's already a song, and it's actually technically the restaurant uses it, and you already used another song in there. And I said... Well, our 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 latitudinal, our our latitudinal, I can't even speak anyway, so it doesn't matter. I was going to say something about our latitudinal racks, uh, changing your attitude to the max. We could probably say that, though. Oh, but I got to get back to the end. So, yeah, so I'm going to try to create a safe place by sending my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders. In superfluous tangents, you just witnessed a bunch of those in a row. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to go off topic. I'm going to get mixed up. All to take-your-mind-off stuff and put you to sleep. Why? Because you deserve a good night's sleep. That's why. Really, you might be new and you might say, is this a bunch of fluff? No, no. You really deserve a good night's sleep. You deserve a place where you can get some rest. And that's why I make the show. Because if you get the rest you need... Your life's going to be better. And that's important to me. It's also important to me to to intervene if I can, because I know how it feels on the other side. Tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. All of those things I check off on the old checkbox. Temperature not suitable for sleeping anywhere on planet Earth. Uh, got that one, too. can hear my dog snoring in the other room. Check that box, Uh, whatever's keeping you awake that's like i've been there maybe not everything but i know how it feels that's why i call it the deep dark night and you deserve a place in a bedtime you could either look forward to or at least to feel is it, is that feeling ambivalent about is that a good thing i'm not exactly sure versus dreading it so that's why i make this show you really are important that's why I make the show. Now, the other things, after I say that, I got to tell you, I got to give you some heads up. So, this podcast does not work for everybody. It actually doesn't work for most people. And the people it works for say it takes two or three tries to get used to the show because it's so different. I mean, you just maybe just got to know me over the past eight minutes and you say, okay, you're different, clearly. Is it Rocket? Is that the name of it? Did I say that? I think it is Rocket, the Rocket, the Raccoon being. Uh, so at least I got that sorted out. But uh, what was my other point? Is uh, what else did I not have sorted out? So, oh, what do you need to know if you're new? Uh, that's different about the show. This is a podcast you don't really listen to. You don't have to listen. You could just kind of barely listen if you want. You could lie there. You can listen, but listening is optional. And at first, it's probably preferable to kind of look at the podcast like it's clouds drifting by. So just listen loosely if you can, but that takes some getting used to because you're, you know, you're used to listening to stuff and trying to make sense of it. This podcast, mostly nonsense. The rest of it, I mix. if it's not nonsense, that means I'm mixed up trying to remember stuff or going off topic. So it's a podcast you don't listen to. Also, does not really put you to sleep. I'm here to keep you company while you drift off. I'm your boar friend, your boar bay, your boar cause, your boar sib, your boar bud, uh, your boardian of the galaxy, your starboard. Oh, star, yeah, no, starboard that's that's what they said. We're gonna they said this is the vacuum of space, but we're gonna still send you off starboard. And I said, I feel like Goldie Hawn. Oh boy, do I? Uh, and they didn't get that joke. I said, I think James Gunn would probably got that one, but they looked at me quizzically. Anyway, get back to let's take let's leave the fan fiction aside here. So oh, it's a podcast you don't really fall asleep to. I'm here to take your mind off stuff, and then suddenly, ideally, you drift off. Now, the good news is, if you can't sleep, I'm going to be here to the very end to keep you company. That's really my most important goal, is to keep you company so you don't have to listen to me. I'm your one friend you could call on, and you don't got to pay me any attention, any mind. So that's, uh, so I think that's, okay, don't listen to me. No, but don't no need to pay any attention. I won't really put you to sleep. I'll just keep you company. Oh, structure the show. shows very uh, structured very different than most things, and that's intentional. Starts off with a greeting, friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. So you feel welcome and invited in and seen because you're important and your sleep's important. Then there's support, listener support, community support, and support for the show. So that you feel supported, you have some options, and the podcast can be free and come out twice a week. Then there's the intro, which goes on and on and on. The intro is like a show within a show that never ends and never never gets started. Or it could feel like that if you're new and you're waiting for it to get started. But the intro serves a very deliberate purpose. It gives you time to wind down. It's different every time. So whatever parts you are keeping you awake uh, don't know what to expect, that way you can barely kind of listen. If it was the same every time, you'd go from barely, barely listening and, and then saying, wait a second, if we're barely, barely listening, then either we've turned into Yogi the Bear or a Care Bear or uh why why are we barely barely listening i thought we were barely kind of listening so that's why the intro is different every time the reason it goes on and on and on kind of for 10 to 20 minutes is to give you like a transition period from your daytime to when you want to be asleep uh and some listeners three percent skip the intro the rest of the listeners use it in different ways as a part of their wind-down routine. Some percentage of listeners are falling asleep. Oh, don't they look so cute right now? But most listeners either are getting ready for bed or they're in bed getting comfortable or they're doing some sort of other evening wind-down activity. So that's the intro, like a landing pad for bedtime. Then there's business between the intro and the show. And again, that's what that's how I'm able to be here for you twice a week. Over every episode's over an hour, for free. Those sponsors. Then there'll be our story tonight. It'll be a, an episodically modular series uh, with a touch of seriality. Lady Witchbeard. Speaking of Gamora, that we didn't speak of, but uh, Lady Witchbeard is also green. And I'd say they both could buckle a swash without a problem. They could swash a buckle, either one of them. So that's that part. Um, and then there's the thank yous at the end. So it's a structural show. That's why I make the show. It is a bit different, but I'm glad you're here. I work very hard. I yearn a nice drive. And I really hope I can help you fall asleep. But thanks again for coming by. And here's a couple of ways I'm able to do this for you free twice a week. All right, everybody, Scoots here, and it's time for our episodically modular series uh, with a touch of seriality, with a hint of seriality, an undercurrent of currants and vanilla, and just the essence of figs, because, oh boy, do figs make it, oh, so many things better. I wouldn't say everything better, but uh, figs are great. But what was I saying? Oh, it's time for our episode. I thought maybe I was introducing a podcast. I'm introducing a series. So it's time for our episodically modular series, Tales of Lady Witchbeard. And uh, maybe I'll let uh, Daw catch you up on what's happened so far. So don't worry. If this is your first episode, you'll know everything you need to know. But basically, all you need to know is Lady Witchbeard. I think I said no wrong. But all you could all all, might be helpful to know. Lady Witchbeard is a witch and a pirate. She was born in a witch world. She moved to a pirate world or a pirate realm. And uh, she's awesome, as you could imagine. And uh, she's uh, tra- traveling. She lives, she, currently, she's in the world. I guess I will catch up, of the world of the 13 Seas with Daw, her sidekick, and Don Dankle who she was once Don Dankel's apprentice, no longer. They're in search of someone named Brandy, who they've found and lost before. A mysterious uh, person named Brandy. And also there's something about a man who loved the sea who's connected to Brandy. I think they thought they were going to rescue Brandy or something. I'm not exactly 100% sure. But Brandy turned the tables on them Took their ship, it took the pirates that were part of Don Dankel and his crew. And that's all they've really other than that, it's very sleep with me series so far. They've gone, they discovered a ship with mining equipment. They followed that ship more or less. They found out that the ship was mining some sort of route as opposed to mining gold or something. But they said this route is worth more than gold to someone. We don't know whom. Uh, then they went to Library Island to find out more and they dealt with a like a, a sentient book but, but uh, that's when Brandy turned the tables on them. So she seems to be up to something. Not sure what she's up to either. And uh, she's looking for some other ingredient. Uh, Nudipoo Like the poo of newts, I think is what nudie-poo is. It could be also a candy. You know, people name candy stuff like that. They say, what are you eating? Oh, nudie-poo, man, it's the best. Oh, is that like unicorn droppings? And I say, I don't know, I haven't had that one. Sounds not delicious, but intriguing and could be delicious. How's nudie-poo? Eh, I got the generic one. I didn't get 100% sleep with me brand nudie poo and it also sounds strange uh, saying it too many times so but unicorn droppings uh, they say can you come up with anything flashier no people had trademarked it to all the more all the other ones so all, the only trademark left for me was unicorn droppings one word actually unfortunately and turns out no one wanted to buy it anyway because it was an, <laughs> another imaginary product uh uh, where, oh, so there, so, I don't know, not much happened. So right now, or before where we are now, Brandy, uh, Brandy left with the, the pirates in the ship, Lady Witchbeard's ship, um, or Don, no, Don Dankel's ship. Lady Witchbeard's ship had sunk, and her crew was absorbed with Don Dankel's crew, who I would presume is now Brandy's crew or someone else's crew. Oh, there was also another shipload of pirates. So there's probably two shiploads of pirates out there with Brandy doing something related to either nudipoo or a binding agent. And then Lady Witchbeard, Don Dankle, and Daw are at Library Island. They are resting, and I guess they're probably going to try to—I don't know what they're going to do. So I guess we could find out more. And here's our Hollywood announcer who drives all the way from Los Angeles area. He wants me to say. Not that that's that's not throwing shade at anything. He just wanted me to be more general. Well, is it the region, the Los Angeles region, the Greater Los Angeles area? Okay, Greater Los Angeles area. Wouldn't it be? Could we say Los Angeles metropolitan area, or Los Angeles metropolitan region? He's now rolling his eyes with me, which makes my heart a flutter. When he rolls his eyes, uh, swallows a swoon. I don't know if they're in Capistrano. Is that where is that in Los Angeles? Greater Los Angeles region. Kind of, he was shrugged. Without further ado, it's our Hollywood announcer, who in his spare time—this is his one hobby—because it takes a ball's time. Twice a month, uh, he drives all the way up here and sits in his car till I text him that he may come in. And I say, how did you know I texted you if I told you to keep your phone inside three socks on vibrate? Uh, and then he says, "Hardy har, har. So, without further ado, the one, the only, the amazing... Uh, and Mister, sorry, Mister Antonio Banderas. Ah, thank you, Scooter, for that that introduction for sure. The friends beyond the binary, the ladies, the gentlemen, the boys, the girls. It's time for the tales of the Lady Witchbeard. Yeah. Wow, was that like someone like uh? Sounded like that was, was was some sort of metallic power. That was they were swinging. Okay, that that's what I like. uh... Do you want to try to take do another take on that? The tales of Lady Witchbeard. Whoosh, yeah. Okay, that's perfect. But we'll put both those takes in, so the listeners can kind of have they can bask in your g- glory. Get that? That was a movie. That was half of a movie you were in. I didn't get that, but thank you. All right, that's uh, Mr. Antonio Banderas. This is tales of Lady Witchbeard. So, so, so Don Don Danko, what what are you what are you reading? What are you Don Danko? Oh, Don, sorry, Don Danko. I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I was just interrupting you to see what you were reading, because I was just wondering uh, if you've ever read uh, Wizard of Earthsea, because that's what I feel like right now. Uh. And I was going to, because Lady Witchbeard won't really speak to me. She'll only speak, uh, but she's making, she's, oh, she went, sorry, Lady Witchbeard. Go ahead. Don Dankle. uh, have you found anything that's useful in your myths? No, Lady Witchbeard. I'm still looking, and I, I do need to focus, uh, because it's hard, believe it or not, it is hard to read on a rocking, small boat. The boat that we're in is very small. It's a good thing the library had it. Uh, but uh, and also, I guess, very similar to Daw, I've never been in a, uh, a spell-powered craft. We're, we're, are we going by, would you call it a spell wind or a wind spell? It's a wind spell, Don Danko. Yeah, so I've never been propelled by a wind spell before. Also, the idea that uh, Daw's running the rudder, I realize you have to focus on the spellcasting while I focus on getting to know these myths uh, to try to help, uh, since we have all this time. And, I, uh, Lady witcher, it would be a huge help, though, if you would interact with Daw for me so that I can focus on these books. And just, just for the, for, for the, for the quest, uh, For the love of piracy, please interact with Daw so I can get back to my books. Okay, Don Dankel, as uh, what I believe is, you know, I could have made you my apprentice, but I think we are, you know, pretty much equals here on on this craft, but equals with different roles currently. So I will try to put up with, so Daw, just like I do need you to focus just on that compass. So, So don't take your eyes off the compass. Please don't look at me when I'm addressing you. I realize it can be tedious, but I do need you to, that line that I put on the compass, that's where I need you to head for. While I kind of focus I can't now and if we both if you agree to keep focused on that, we could speak to one another. Okay lady Witchbeard, I'm focused uh, and uh, yeah I'm pretty good at I'm pretty good at rudder. I mean what is this called am I running the rudder? Uh, I wish we had a boat with uh, one of those big what were those called ship's wheels or whatever steering it's not it's called a it is a ruddering wheel is it a ruddering wheel or i mean sometimes every once in a while i do get mixed up that uh i got to go the opposite direction but i think because you like you said lady which we had no sudden movements i'm 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 on it uh i do have it down i do think i need to change my arms every once in a while um, but now I forgot all the questions. I mean, I mostly had questions for Don Danko about Wizard of Earthsea. I mean, I guess what, what, uh, what I could do, we could talk about what our plan is. Because, oh, yeah, I guess they have questions about this this mysterious strait we're going into. Because every time I, my only frame of reference would be the Bermuda Triangle. The way you were all talking about it. What is it called? The Mysterious Straits? The Strange Straits? You know, when I was a kid, the Straits were the ones, it was a different Straits they ran. I think it was the James E. Straits show. They ran the Midway that I would go to as a kid at the New York State Fair. Uh, thank you, Daw. So, Daw, I do know what the Bermuda Triangle is because you told me about it. Well, you are talking outside my window one day years ago. This is different. So this straight connects two of the big C's. It's always been—I can explain to you what I think, which is probably what the truth is, but I could be wrong— and I don't want to put any ideas in your head. So this—the reason this strait is so famous is because it's so frustrating. Because it can, you know, cuts through a very large landmass, connecting two of the the thirteen seas. But the strait is always bathed in fog because of the weather patterns and the temperatures of the two seas. And it's a, it's a somewhat narrow strait now. It's wide enough for ships to go through, but not in the fog. But every few years, someone gets it in their mind that they can get through the strait, and that then they will map it in a way or chart it in a way that it will become navigable. And that never has proved to be successful. Uh, But to answer your Bermuda Triangle questions, one of the ways they try to prove it is they send wood through or, you know, other things through. And they can observe them passing through. I don't think they always realize that the change in the flow between the two seas is bidirectional, and seasonal and weather-based, but not the same every season. Which is some of the things in your world are similar, like uh, behaviors, weather of weather patterns. And there's always the idea, particularly among uh, certain. B- b- bootstrapping-style pirates, that they're going to be the first ones to do it, and they know better than the warnings. Uh, So there really isn't a mystery. The only mystery is why would you do it? It doesn't work. Well, it's going to save, you know, two months' time. And, you know, if if our company controls, you know, the traffic through the strait or the maps... uh, in the passage that uh, we would, you know, instantly become super wealthy because it would become a, a, a area where commerce could be done. What I did not know at all was that somewhere in the strait, uh, in the fog, which would be easy to miss, is yet another. But it makes sense. Other canyons or tributaries where some of the water from the landmasses on either side would naturally flow into the strait and into the seas. And it turns out that one of these ravines or canyons or crevasses uh, somewhere along this strait. And according to this map we have, uh, which is not super, it's just a hand-drawn thing, somewhere on the strait, I'm assuming... And 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 the, the the left side. I'll use your terminology. Okay, won't use starboard, you know, starboard or leeward or any of those. Uh, but uh, that that's where this canyon or strait is. It has this material that we believe Brandy needs or is looking for, and. We're gonna get there we're gonna get there first because I think uh, we haven't seen them in the sea, but the ways the way the winds are behaving currently they would have had to go much as uh, south of here and then come in along the coast uh, to avoid the they the, the, they just can't travel by uh, uh the wind spell so we're gonna get there and We're going to get there first, and I'm not exactly sure what we're going to do. I'll be honest with you, Daw. Well, and and you can see here comes the—you can see the fog kind of spilling out. Just sitting off the coast, it just looks like a strange mini-bank of—a mini-fog bank. Okay, Lady witcher, let me ask you some questions, though. So, boats go in, and they don't come back out. Is that correct? That's correct, Daw. But there has been parts of boats that have found, been found coming out. So it doesn't. The boats, not all ships or boats, that go into the strange straits disappear all the way. And there's no radio. There, um, so this isn't going to be as cool as going into Bermuda Triangle. It's just going to be going into something foggy. Uh, correct, Daw. So, how are we going if, if, uh, well, how is Brandy? And then, how are we going to navigate the straits? I mean, we have a smaller boat, but even what you're saying is no boats have made it through. No boats that we know of, Daw. So, how are we going to make it through there? Well, Daw, I've been thinking about that a lot, and I have an idea. Uh, Don Dankle, I'm going to need you to put your books down because this is going to be a three-person idea and it's going to take some teamwork. And Don Dankle, you're going to be a big part of this plan. Okay, Lady Witchbeard, I don't really have any new information from what I've been reading other than... Well, go ahead, Lady Witchbeard. Okay, so here's what I'm thinking. As Daw said... We can't just go in there without, like, uh, it's too risky to just go in there. Part of me wants to wait just inside the fog uh, and see what Brandy does. But I I think that, again, they could easily see us, and they have a full uh, two ships, and they could easily uh, do away with our little craft. We'd also have to deal with the, the, the shore. It'd just be, We don't have a powerful enough anchor to just sit there. And even then, I don't know if it would work. I don't know how long it's going to take them. I, my goal currently is to find this crevasse and then assess things or this canyon. So here's what I'm thinking uh I, I, we'll we'll will we'll create a balloon. uh Daw, I know Daw loves balloons, don't you Daw? Um, I know. I mean, I, I guess. Uh, yeah. Oh, sure, Lady Witcher. I love balloons, and I can cre- Don't worry, I can create a balloon that'll float up in the air. Uh, we have some sacks, uh, that are, you know, those water sacks that we got from the library. Those are watertight. That means they're also mostly airtight. So we're going to ha- have a balloon. We'll send a balloon up, uh, and towards the top of the balloon, we'll have the balloon reach up again above the fog. And at the top of the balloon, we will also tie... A piece of twine, and uh, that attaches the spool of twine we have here. This is the supplies we got from the library. And up in the sky, above uh, us, and uh, will be someone flying who I know does not like heights, but uh, is the only person I would trust to fly right now just because I feel like if I leave Don Danko and Daw in the boat, uh, I don't know. I think I have a general idea. I, I can kind of control the boat a little bit, right? So you so Don Dankle basically, I know you don't like flying or the idea of it, but you'll be fine. you'll be you'll actually just be looking at a pillowy cloud of fog. You won't be looking at the ground. And you could just fly up above the fog and imagine you're very close to a pillow. And you will be holding the string that's attached to the balloon and letting the string slowly run out. Okay, Lady weird I understand so far. And from up there, you should be able to see where uh, like you should be able to see, no one's tried this as a bird because I'm the only one that I know of in the 13 seas that could be a bird. And it, it, like, like, I guess no one's been looking for this crevasse either, but so you should be able to see the places where the fog breaks off. So you're going to look at the, the biggest one. This one should be, I mean, according to this map, it looks like it leads, uh, It looks like it's longer than any of the other tributaries on this map. It's the longest uh, canyon. So look for a small vein of fog that should dissipate eventually and then land there and then pull at the balloon. Okay, Lady Witchbeard, then what are you going to do? Well, then I'm going to, Dawn and I will follow the string. And at the same time, I will be using some magic to make sure we get there. And again, it's a one-time use. It's not like we're mapping. I want to be respectful of the fog. So I'll be working with the fog instead of trying to overpower the fog or cut through the fog. I'll be communicating with the Fog, basically, and I know Daw might have earthy questions. You know, can I befriend the Fog? Please, Daw, it's going to take a lot of focus for me. So how does that sound to everybody? Does that sound like a plan? That sounds like a plan to me, Lady Witchbeard. Lady Witchbeard has a ankle. I trust your judgment. I'm not looking for... What kind of bird will I be? Will he be some sort of crow, Lady Witchbeard? No, 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 Don Danko, you're going to be a, uh, you'll be a raptor because I need you to be powerful and I also need you to have those big feet to be able to hold on to this spool. And the stick, it'll be in between it. So you just hold on to the stick on either side and that's it. Uh, Maybe use one of your like thumb type of feet to like control it rolling out, you know, so you don't take out too much string at, at once. All right, Lady Witchbeard, I'm ready. Okay, done. Doc, da- cool, like, okay, I'll just use my motions, and I'm going to put, put this paste on your back, and uh, there you go. And, and then just wait for us and ta- t- tug on the balloon, and we'll be there. Okay, Lady Witchbeard, I'll, I'll see you soon. Lady Witchbeard, I don't quite understand the mechanics of this. Uh, okay, Doc, I'm going to start us heading towards... uh I'm going to be talking to the fog silently, not in a way that you'll be able to hear it, but I'll be communicating with the fog. Lady Witcher, will it help you if I talk in a positive way and brainstorm? Because I know sometimes having another part of your mind occupied helps you focus. Okay, Daw, you could do that. That's fine. I'll be focusing, so I probably won't be answering you. Okay, great lady. So lady which I guess my first question is,, uh, well, this is cool. We're surrounded by fog already. It's a good thing you told us all to bundle up. Uh, but I do wonder if I need to apologize for being me being me or if we could get to a point of it where we all accept one another, right for ourselves. And uh, then I was thinking about maybe sometimes my goals and my intentions get in the way. And I create obstacles where there aren't obstacles. Also, I was thinking about the movie The Worst Witch, Lady Witchbeard. And I don't know, maybe we talked about it before. I don't really remember anything about it other than the Tim Curry sings in it part. And that he's flying, but I think he has sticks like uh, in his cape. And I said, huh, that's interesting. I think he has sticks in his cape, uh, just so when he flies, he looks more bird-like, but he's not a bird like Don Danco. But I don't really remember anything else. And then it's like a, there was like almost like a music video. But sometimes I feel like the worst witch, you know. But even though I'm not a witch, I was just trying to figure out that magic. But then I was thinking too, Lady is as far as trying to help you focus and come up with ideas, is what do you like what are what are we doing? I'm really confused by it. Like I'm trying to figure out, Lady Witchwood, what you want. What that has to do with brandy before and now Brandy. And if I was answering for you and guessing, I'd say, okay, Lady which would say I want to be a pirate uh, daw. I'm a pirate. I'm a pirate and I'm a witch. I'm a pirate witch. I'm a witch pirate. And I'd say, okay, Lady Witch-Witch, so what do you want to do? Because most of the time we've spent together, you've either been at a bed and breakfast recouping or on adventures that I wouldn't say go so much with piracy, like dealing with Hernan Cortez and saying, hey, Stop! What you do, you know, like even though that wasn't even in in the exact, uh, I don't know, that was in some other different whatever uh, timeline or something. And then now with Brandy, like here's what I remember: I played you the Brandy song, and you said, "Huh, this is familiar. This is a mist from the pirate realm, maybe the witch realm. I don't remember." And you said, okay, Brandy was a man who loved who loved the man who loved the sea, and so we should go and help her find the man who loved the, the man she loved who loved the sea apparently more than her. And even then, I wasn't exactly clear on what the plan was. Like, were we going to? uh were were you mad at the man who loved the sea more than brandy and i said well it doesn't seem like it uh did you just want to help lady which be i mean did you just want to help brandy like is there some sort of like do you love the idea of love but you cover it up you know with a a sick veneer and then there was the whole thing with the guild and you being an apprentice pirate and not wanting to be an apprentice pirate. uh and then I was like, "Well, maybe Lady Witchbeard, you know, I just kind of threw you off. Like ever since." Uh... But again, you say, you say, "I said, well, if you didn't want me around, you would have just you would have done more than just ignore me. You would have said, Daw, 'Daw, you're fired.'" So, I don't know. That's what I'm confused about. Like, uh... and then I said, "Well, no, Lady Witchbeard." likes a quest or a mission and brandy was a quest, uh, help her find the man. Like I said, wait a second. She's saying that brandy lives in our world, but the man who loves the sea had been in our, 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 my world and your world, the 13 seas and the land of, I don't know how many seas I have in my world. I can never remember. And I would always miss one anyway. on the tests, uh, Seven seas, I think maybe that's what they say. And maybe there was some, So maybe it was like, maybe I'm looking for all the answers. And when it said, well, there's a bunch of answers that are adding up. Adventure, when you're on an adventure, you could do pirate stuff. You get to be on the sea. If you were in the middle of a mission, the pirate guild would have probably ignored you. And you love that kind of stuff more than anything. And then there's kind of the idea that maybe it was a quest that doesn't have an answer. Like, maybe that's part of the thing. It's like an impossible quest. Uh, and finding the man who loved the sea and reuniting. And they say, well, what if they don't get along? What if... Uh, so, maybe it's one of those things. But I don't know. I mean, I guess you're focusing on the fog. Uh, I could see your lips moving even, but... Uh, so, I couldn't figure out if you're after Brandy or the adventure or the piracy or the man who loved the sea or exposing a myth or investigating a myth. Now, Don Dan- you got Don Dankle reading all these books of myth. But then it's like one of those things that I'm like, well, what does Lady Witchbeard really want? Uh, because sometimes I get busy, you know, and then I say, what am I, you know, that's like a trope almost, but then it's true. You're like, are you busy? because you don't want to be not busy but then i said well no lady wish we had just spent like uh, however long you're at the bed and breakfast for that i was getting on your nerves uh being by yourself and not busy and you know reflecting or whatever so you probably came to some peace with something during that uh and then it you know dawned on me well what do i want uh and I guess for me like adventure is a bit of a strong word, uh and then maybe I'm projecting, maybe yes, yeah, well, if I'm not in if I'm in this pirate realm, I'm not in my realm where I gotta do stuff uh like figure out which bills while I'm gone I didn't turn on auto pay for. But I'll find I guess I'll deal with that when it's over. And, but for me, it was like looking for that feeling I get when I'm around you, lady, which weird. and 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 uh, when I'm outside of my comfort zone, but you give me some direction or some comfort with your missions or whatever. And that's exciting. And there's a lot of other feelings there, but you're always competent where I'm not so competent, you know? And so I say, okay. Well, I, I guess go along with Lady Witchbeard's adventures. And I said, does it even matter? And then I said, well, isn't it deep down, we're all driven by love—love love of one another or love of piracy? Isn't that the same thing? And I uh, say, well, not exactly. Or reuniting Brandy with her love. But I say, is that really going to happen? I mean, it's in a man who loved the sea. I say, who was the man who loved the sea? Is that some sort of made up excuse or is that real? And I say, well, maybe this is just something curious to you. Why is it like, uh, why do you say, are you almost, Lee, which word are you almost done? Because I said, well, uh, there's a curious, uh, and then Brandy kind of went off on her own, and she seems to have some other agenda. And uh, oh, so the balloon is moving. Uh, so I don't know. I just wanted to point that out to you, cause it, but it seems like you're moving the boat in that direction, too. And there's really a lot of fog here. Holy moly and oh but but uh okay now it's moving even more to the left that balloon or the string i, I guess i'm just guessing by the movement of the string can't even see the balloon but i feel like you can see it so you're moving the bow to the left now are you going to need to like rest for a while after using all this ma- magic uh but i guess you have ingredients that you have from the library school. they had like uh they didn't have like a spell library, but they had that seed library and the dried st- whatever that other stuff was, like an apothecary, but it was called something else. Tool library. You had to laugh about that, huh, Lady Witchbeard? When I said, "Well, I remember using the tool library in Berkeley," and she's a to tool lend tool lending library. Oh, so that must be the ravine. Lady Witchwood, have you ever heard of that? Um, uh, There's like, I think it's Bryce Canyon or there's another one. And I don't know if a lot of people take Instagram pictures there, but people used to always post pictures of them going on this thing. You had to make a reservation and you could go only go on this hike for like a few hours a day. I don't think it was Bryce Canyon, though. I think it was. No, yeah, I think it was. Bryce Canyon and Zion Canyon are the two of them. So I guess we won't see any UFO. There's uh, it's the fog starting to dissipate, and there's uh, a, a beautiful eagle. Oh, it transformed already into Don Danko. Well, hi, Don Dankle. It's just me and Lady Witchbeard. It's good to see you. What was it like flying as an eagle? I don't know if you were an eagle or a hawk or what. Uh, you flew like an eagle, though, or not to the sea. Uh, Daw, thank you. It was very nice. Uh, it was enjoyable. And, uh, and yeah, I think this is a canyon, but uh, by the picture in the book, I don't know what we're looking for. Other than that, it's up this canyon after the fog where we are now, and so I'm just trying to figure out what what should we do now. That's a great question, Don Dankle. Daw, thank you for helping me focus. Yeah, I don't know what we should do. There's nowhere I can see where we can hide. And I was trying to figure out a way to figure out if we could figure out when they're coming so that we could... I don't know how they're planning on getting through the fog. So I was like, oh, how are we going to f- figure this out? Um, but we're here where they want to be, so we definitely have the advantage. Yes, lady, which would we do? We just don't have anywhere to hide. So... I mean, there's just, uh, I mean, these these rocks are all different colors and the sand is all different colors. So it's got to be one of these layers of stuff, I'm guessing. Yeah, I'm guessing Don Dankel that has something to do with uh, the right at the board. Like one of these uh, rocks uh, or substances uh, interacts with the fog and the sun in a way that changes its composition into what the binding agent they're looking for, some sort of natural process that's very rare, because where else would you be just a very specific thing inside and outside of the fog? So, yeah, I'm not exactly sure what to do, because Don Dankle, do you have any ideas, or Daw? I mean, it'd be great if we could get we could dress as pirates and then wait for them, and then pretend we're with them. Okay, thank you, Daw. Yeah, Lady Witchwood I would say we should get rid of the boat. Uh, I don't know if we could use the strings in the balloons as some sort of early, you know, some sort of like string them across the the strait. It would get caught in the rafters. Or if the balloon height is similar, where you would be able to see the tops of the ships. And then, I, which would I also, I guess I'm with Daw. Oh, I'm not exactly sure what our plan is. Yeah, uh, don't, Danko? I don't have a plan either. I, I think we're trying to think together, the three of us, and this is helpful because I'm starting to think of things but what what our need is, and maybe that's what you're asking. our goal is to get more information. What we do need to know is what's happening. The pirate guilds are closed. all these pirates joined up with Brandy. The guild was had some vague warning about Brandy. so Brandy seems to be interested in collecting. Uh, this ingredient and the nudie do for someone. And it has to be, I'm guessing, I guess it doesn't have to be related to the, the root mining, but I, I think it must be. So we somehow have to gather more information. Actually, believe it or not, I don't think um, either of your ideas is terrible. Thanks, Lady Witchbeard. Lady Witchbeard, go on. I think we could do both. Uh, I will take the boats and try to hide it. I, I, I sensed some rocks coming in or just outside. Because I assume they're going to be coming in the way we came in at a much slower pace. And what I will do is then I will start to fly... And maybe look for any disturbances in the fog or the tops of any masts. And uh, so then I can try to find out more. And then I'll try to either get back and warn you. Or I will try to collect information and listen in. Okay, but Lady Witchrid, I don't think we should. I don't know if, uh, well, Daw, what was your idea based on Daw's idea? Well, I have this other ingredient I was working on, and if you chew this gum that I give to each of you, you can turn into fro- You'll turn into frogs. Oh, great, Lady Witchbeard. Yeah, so you could just sit here as frogs. Uh, I don't. I mean, I don't see any other frogs, but that's probably fine. And just wait. You could just sit here in the water. Try not to eat too many bugs, dawg. Lady Witchbeard, this is great. This reminds me of, um, makes me feel like uh, the sword in the stone a little bit. Remember when I was telling you about that movie? A little bit. Uh, so, yeah, we'll be we'll be frogging around. Me and Don Oh, okay, see you, Lady Witchbeard. Uh, she headed off with the boat. Uh, I feel like I'm changing as I'm chewing this goat. Oh. A, Don Dankel, you're a frog. I mean, we could still talk to each other, though. That's pretty cool. Oh, Germ, you look you're you're quite green. Thanks. It's easy being green. It's not easy being green, but right now it is because it's my first time being green. W- am I the same color as Lady Witchbeard? No, not at all. You're uh, you you Lady Witchbeard has a striate. You know, you're a different color than Lady Witchbeard. Daw, you're a uh, you're, you're more of a, not a grass green, lighter than a green grass. Oh, that's about the same color as you. I guess maybe we look the same, maybe we're the same kind of frogs. I guess we had the same kind of gum. Did yours taste a little bit like tar? It did. Uh, that's uh, the main, that was the main ingredient in the gum. And, uh, cool. So what do you think? you want to have like a jumping contest or a hopping contest? Or we could do a rib it off, or I want, I've always wanted to see like that, what that feels like to blow up the thing, your chin. Or um, I don't really want to have a fly cat. We could have like a tongue. We could see, we could try to practice like aiming our tongue. Oh, so Don Danko, did you hear that? I did hear that dog. Just uh, no talking. Okay, Don Danko, but I like I got to tell you, somebody's coming down the canyon that sounds pretty loud yes doll let's move back uh, over here and just uh, what if we just uh okay too late they're coming around the corner it looks like they're uh, it's a band of pirates they're coming down the canyon arr 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 this is what we're looking for right at the edge of the fog just like brandy's captain brandy said We'll uh, we'll just wait for her here. She said she'd be here long, any minutes. Uh, uh, Don Dankle, they're talk. The pirates are talking to one another. Yeah, they are. Daw, Do you- I don't think they can hear us talking though. Oh, may- you may be right. Maybe we're talking with our minds and not our voices. That would make more sense since we don't. Anyway, Don Dankle, they're saying. Brandy's coming right along to meet up with them and that she was brilliant to send them in the back way, but that no one's here. She expected us to be waiting. Yeah, I can hear them saying that. Uh, so we should just wait here. Okay. Oh, it looks like they're collecting. She needs 10 only 10 buckets full. They're already starting to collect the stuff yeah doll, they are, and it uh, looks like those two are com oh they're, okay they're coming over to sit by us uh Don dankle those two are talking about uh their favorite delicacy, and that delicacy is on our bodies uh okay, doll, what do you propose we do we we could you, here follow me we're gonna wa- wallow in this muck here. I don't know. Don't worry, Don Dankle. We can breathe through our skin, so we just wallow all the way down in the mud and see. Uh, can you hear me, Don Dankle? I can, Doc, because we're communicating by some sort of other method. Well, this feels good, Don Dankle. They should do this as a spa treatment. Turn somebody into a frog and have them wallow in this uh, mug. I can hear. I can hear them. They're trying to dig to find us. Uh, um, oh boy, wait a second, now I hear more voices, let's, uh, maybe if we just do, okay, they stopped digging, because the lady, I think, uh, oh no, it must be Brandy's yelling at him. Don Denko, you stay hidden, I'm gonna pop my eyes above, like a, like a fraud, like just to, to look up, they won't be able to see me. Okay, doll, what do you see? Oh boy, I see our boat, uh... And another rowboat, I see Brandy. She looks a bit like, I don't know, she's like a pirate, but like something like I'd say, is that a pilgrim pirate or something? Uh, She's very pirate-like, and also she has a bird in a, a cage, I'm guessing that's Lady Witchbeard. Okay, doll, what do you propose we do? Here's the thing, Don Dankel. Here's what I propose we do. See the buckets of the stuff we're collecting? We hop in those buckets, and we wallow in the binding agent, which is just a different form of muck. Uh, and then we'll relax, and then they'll take us on board because they already caught Lady Witchbeard. She looked at me, and her eyes blinked, uh, and their beak opened. So she must not be able to communicate with us. Okay, Daw, so I'll follow Okay, so let's just get in this bucket. Oh, boy. This is even warmer because it's warm by the sun. Oh, man, this is so relaxing, Don Dankle. Are you in the same bucket as me? No, I'm in the next bucket to you. And they're saying this is going to fetch just so much reward. Uh, but, oh, boy, this is a reward. And uh, Don Dankle, can you feel better? You're right, Daw. This is the most relaxing state I've ever been in. It's like the the muck is uh, four or five degrees warmer than uh, us and uh, just enough to relax all the tension I have. Uh, And I'm just about to drift off into sleep and it's great because I know we're amphibians. Yeah, Don Danko, I'm going to fall asleep too. And I guess when we wake up, we'll be on the boat with... uh, Brandy and the pirates and Lady Witchbeard and we'll have to figure out a new plan. We will daw. This is nice. Good night. Good night, Don Dankel. Good night, Lady Witchbeard.